Hello and welcome in once again to Matt and the Mike. Again, playing a little Volbeat for you guys when I when I start the show. Um, and how unfortunate it's been. Um, like a month ago, okay. So I did a, I did an episode. Which I'm I'm gonna start doing them once a month. Uh, for real this time, no uh, no games. Once a month, I can handle that. Uh, it gives me time to uh, process all the actual important things that are happening in the sports world in a month. I'll get it out to you guys, but it's unfortunate that I was sick last time that I went to do this, and like I struggled through the whole episode, got through it, and then I got over the sickness about a week or so later, and here we are about a month in, month later from that, and I've picked up yet another sickness. So apparently every time I do these podcasts, I'm going to be sick as a dog, so that's just the way that I sound from now on, but enough of that because we have to get on to a lot of things that are going on right now, um, just I think I ended the last show. I know I talked about it at least some point throughout the last show. How, you know, I just went on one of my rants where I go into the how NCAA, you know, doesn't pay their players uh, for likeness and things like that, and then how I've missed the NCAA football, college football games. Um, and here we are, a month later, and a bill has been passed. Uh, the it's called the Fair Pay to Play Act, I believe that's what it is. I haven't read up on it a ton. I probably should have, but I did not. I just know that it will allow players to be paid for their likeness. Now, this was uh, in California where this was passed at and put into law um, by the governor and a group of people, along with LeBron James, I guess was part of the part of the crew that um, helped to get the ball rolling on that. So for the future of now, you know, video games, we could be in the, in the, uh, in the process of getting another college football game. And that would just make my whole life complete because really at this point in my life, I don't play a ton of video games. Um, like I just play the old, like Nintendo games, or I play the Switch, you know, mostly, or I'm still playing the old NCAA football games because they just hold up. They're just really good, and that's like that's another thing. If they, if they bring it out and they make it like Madden, and I'm man, I hope they don't. But if they do, then I'm probably not even gonna like it. I'll still play it, and I'll still buy it. I'll pay a hundred dollars for it, and I think everyone else that I know will pay a hundred dollars for that. But so there's a glimmer of hope out there now that. College football could be back on video games within the next, you know, couple of years, I would say, because not everyone is into it yet. So unless you're just going to play with California teams, I believe there was another state that did it as well. Um, and I just cannot remember which one now it was an East Coast state, but I believe everyone's going to follow suit on this. I can't see why they won't. Um, it's been backed by a lot of uh a lot of people, uh, Mike Krzyzewski actually just recently came out to back it. And so that's a pretty big name. Um, one guy that is against it, who I'm going to have to disagree with is Tim Tebow, who, and, and look, I'm, I'm not going to knock on the guy because, you know, a lot of people have, and he doesn't care what I say anyway, but, um, he, his thing is this, is that, uh, kids are going to lose the, what's important about college football. And I understand where he's coming from is that he's saying that the passion for college football is different than it is the NFL level because these kids are not getting paid. They're, they're, you know, working hard every day for 
for, you know, for their chance to get to that level. But I don't think it's going to change anything. I, I really don't. He, he believes that a lot of kids are going to transfer, but th- that happens anyway. That's happening right now. And it's happening. Kids want to go to a school where they're going to get recognized, whether being, whether they're being paid or not. So I don't think that you're going to really see that drastic of a difference in the college football landscape with being able to pay players. And look, these kids deserve it. I mean, you're talking about colleges that bring in just millions and millions of dollars because of these kids. Like some of these universities, like the University of Alabama is football like that. That is what runs the university. Nick Saban is like is the highest paid person at the university. It's, it's probably the same for a lot of head coaches. But, you know, these kids, these kids are a lot of them. Maybe they don't get the chance to play in the NFL. You know, it's, it's not a, it's not a guarantee that, you know, if you're a good college athlete that you're going to go to the pros. So, I mean, if you can make a little extra money while you're in there, I mean, some of them may have maybe getting a, a ride through school and that's nice, but you know, that doesn't pay for everything. Uh, still a lot of that, it falls on the, on the laps of parents and, you know, I'm a parent myself. So, I mean, if my kid, you know, is a standout athlete, and he can go to college and, you know, he can make some extra money off of, off of his image. I mean, I'm all for that. You know, that this is America. This is where, you know, this is the land of opportunity and this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for these kids to, to, to branch out while they're in college and, and do other things. I mean, a lot of them, you know, you're grownups, you're in your early twenties or, or whatever you, you're a grown up at this point, you know? So I believe that the, this is a wonderful thing for college football. I think that it's overdue and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens from here. I I just don't think it's going to, I mean, you know, it's not like everyone can transfer to, you know, California and, you know, they're, they're not going to take all these kids that want to go there. I mean, you, you, you can aspire to, to, to go to bigger markets like it is in say the NBA where, where players want to team up and stuff like that because, you know, say New York or, or, uh, Los Angeles is, is a place where you can get yourself out there. You know, I I firmly believe that LeBron James went to LA not only to try to win a championship, but most importantly to further his career once basketball is over. So, and, and, and he's one of the guys who's, you know, at the forefront here. And I think that, that it's just a, it's a good thing. I, I just, I don't see any negative with this. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. There could be, you know, things that I'm not thinking of that's, that come out and make it not good or, but that's the thing you can't, it's not like you can hold out in college. It's not like in in the pros, you know, if a guy feels like he's underpaid, he's just going to set out a season until he gets what he wants. It's not like that in college. I mean, <laughs> unless you're absolute superstar, and I mean, how many of those are there at the college level? You know, not, not many, you know, there's not many guys that you're not going to get replaced in a heartbeat. If you want to say, well, you know what, you don't want to put me here, do this, then I'm going to sit out. Or if I think I can do this and make more off myself somewhere else, it just doesn't work that way. Uh, not in the, not in the college ranks, but it's a good thing. And I think that, yeah, I'm just excited you know, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. Let's put out a, let's 
play our college football game right now. Let's all everybody get in on it. There's gonna be this. There's gonna be states that are just gonna take forever. But I think once it falls in line, you know, it's it's just the same thing with like legalizing marijuana. You know, like this. You know, it's it's an absolute no brainer when you think about it and you do your research. But people are still against it, and states, you know, just are behind on that as well. So I believe that you know states will fall in line. How long it takes, I'm not sure. Hopefully it, it gets going quick. But I think you know that that is a thing though. That if you know California's doing it and there are kids at USC making money, and the, you know there's a kid that wants to go play at you know Syracuse or something all the way across the country. You know he's gonna he's gonna look and say, look, I'm I'm in a bigger market. I'm around New York or whatever. This needs to happen. So I think kids need to stand up and they need to voice their opinion on it and get it rolling. So I can get me some NCAA back because I'm selfish that way. Anyway, we're moving on because there is just like there's stuff just going on in sports. This is the best time of year for sports. Um, so it is kind of hard to do a podcast once a month because. You know, there is a decent bit to talk about, but I don't like to overload it. You know, I'm not someone who can sit there and watch Sports Center all day, every day anymore. Like I could when I was like 14, but that's just, it's, it's, they just, they just, just butcher the same stuff anymore, you know? And it's like, there's a thousand different shows, you know? Like when I was a kid, like growing up, you had like ESPN News and like Sports Center. That's it. And now there's, and pardon the interruption, it's been around forever. But like, you, now it's just there's a thousand different shows and they're all crap and they all just put anybody on TV and it's a joke. ESPN's kind of a joke, honestly. Anyway, it's a topic for another day. Um, we'll just we'll get into the NBA basketball, which preseason has kicked off. I uh, got a chance to watch the Lakers, the new look Lakers, the other day, and they had everyone, I believe, playing except for Kyle Kuzma, who is still sidelined, which he should be ready to go by the beginning of the season. It looks like, um, and first, my first impressions of the Lakers is that this team is huge. I, I wasn't sure on the starting lineups, uh, but they do have Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee and LeBron James all in the starting lineup. That's, you know, six, eight, basically seven foot and seven foot. Like these guys are huge and they run the floor and they pass to each other. I mean, <laughs> they played the Warriors and the Warriors are without any kind of size at this point. I mean, Draymond Green was their biggest guy, and he looked, you know, like me out there trying to, trying to, <laughs> trying looks like a middle schooler trying to guard, you know, college athlete or something. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, it was ridiculous to watch. They were just batting the ball over his head and dunking all over the place. It was, it was, it was crazy fun to watch for me. I'm a Lakers fan, but. And there I go, starting to cough the head off. I made it through the whole last podcast without coughing once, but this one I'm 11 minutes in, I already did it. But the Lakers look really good. They they moved the ball around well. Um, I'm still a little concerned with their shooting uh, because, you know, you can you score a lot of points in the paint, but you're going to need to shoot the three. That's the way the NBA is right now. But the, the good thing with that, uh, I saw bright spots because Danny Green is going to be open a lot. On that team, Rondo is going to be open a lot on that team. And he's been hitting a three a lot more consistently than he has in in uh, past in his career. So, look, he, he's a guy who's going to get left open. He's going to have to hit his shots. That's the way that's going to have to be. Uh, guys like Avery Bradley are going to have to hit their shots. 
Uh, if they do that and they do that consistently, it's going to be a very hard team to stop. JaVale McGee is extremely underrated as a center, and they don't even have Kuzma back. I'm not sure how he's going to work into that lineup. If it's going to be – I just don't, I don't get it unless they're going to put LeBron James at the one. And I just – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, experiment with that, but that's a huge lineup. If you're able to play LeBron, Kuzma, uh, McGee, and Davis, that's a huge lineup. It, but it, we're in that NBA, you know, age where it's positionless basketball. So anything is possible at this point. Um, got to see a little bit of the new look Rockets with Harden and Westbrook back together. That was just a so-so game for me. Looked like James Harden still kind of dominated the ball. Um, I'm afraid it could kill their ball movement a little bit. Like, you know, we all kind of figured it might. But definitely looked a little stale out there. Uh, a couple of, a couple of nice passes. I mean, they're both good passers. You know, they, they really are. They just got to know to keep the ball moving. The Warriors, like I said, they're depleted, basically, at this point. It's just Steph Curry. Uh, D'Angelo Russell did look pretty good playing for them. Um but yeah, I don't, I can't, I don't even know, I hate to say that, like, well, I don't hate to say it, but I hate to say it because I could be really wrong, but like, the Warriors might not even make the playoffs. With the West as deep as it is, and you're going to have to lean on Steph Curry for, for the whole season, I don't know. They have a lot of young guys on that team. Draymond Green's not a volume scorer, he's a good player, but he's not a, he's not a scorer. You're not going to have Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant. I mean, you take those two guys out of your lineup. It's all on Steph Curry. He may have a career year. I mean, possibly. But I don't know. I don't think that they're as good as they're not as good as the Nuggets. They're not as good as the Lakers right now. They're not as good as the Clippers, who I haven't seen play yet, which I don't think Kawhi or PG either one have played. <coughs> so I mean, yeah, Blazers, Nuggets, Lakers, Rockets. Um I mean they could slide in there somewhere. The Pelicans, I mean, possibly could be a, a sneaky good team. A little bit of Lonzo to Zion. I'm not going to freak out the way people have been on social media about Zion Williamson dunking in a game because that's we've been freaking out about that since he was in high school. Um, I mean, of course, he's a phenomenal dunker, and he's a crazy athlete. But, okay, let's, let's let him get in the game and see what he can really actually do. It's just preseason. I'm not trying to get too hyped up here. But, yeah, first impressions of the Lakers, they do look really good. Uh, Anthony Davis looks really good. Um, I mean, he's – I don't think he's been on – he's not been on a team, you know, where where a guy – like he had Boogie Cousins, but they both kind of were crowding each other a little bit. They played well together, but I don't think – they can't space the floor the way that – if you put him with LeBron James, it spaces the floor. So there's going to be a lot of lob ducks for Anthony Davis. It's going to look like an all-star game at times. Him and JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is, like I said, he's extremely underrated. So very impressed with the Lakers. Ready to ready to get the season started there. Um, NHL is back as well. I don't think there's anything else I can cover in the NBA because I mean, it's just preseason. Uh, ben Simmons hit a three today. That's the biggest news going on today in the NBA, uh, which isn't news at all, but they want to act like it is. NHL is back, finally. Uh, regular season is back. I'm a Dallas Stars fan. Um, I like 
I think I've mentioned before, I'm not, I'm not a huge follower of all things NHL, but, but I love watching the stars play. So I have watched them, um, tonight. I got to watch them an incredible game that went overtime. Uh, Radulov hit Sagan Sagan for the, for the win in overtime. That was a great game. They beat the uh, Capitals. So they, they've had a, they've had a rough start to the season a little bit because they, they've played some tough teams. They played, you know, the Bruins, uh, they played the Capitals tonight. They played the Blues and somebody else, another good team. I mean, they've just they've just had a gauntlet to start the season, but they finally picked up a win tonight. I'm just glad hockey's back in general. You know, it, it is it's such a relaxing sport for me. I don't know what it is about it. Just relaxes me, puts me in a good place. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't I don't follow a ton of other teams in hockey, which I'm, I'm going to attempt to, I got a couple friends who are blue jackets fans. So I try to stay up on them as well. Um, right now, you know, it's early hockey's long season. A lot of things can, can happen and switch and players come in all throughout the year. And there's a youth movement going on right now in hockey. Uh, Dallas stars have Heiskanen who, who is very young still. And, has aspiration to being the best defenseman in the in the game, and you know he could be well on his way to doing that. Uh, a lot of guys under twenty five though in, in the NHL right now that are that are showing out. Uh, speed speed's becoming a thing, which I love it. I wish they would. Uh, I love the four on four hockey. You know, it's just so fast paced. When you get two guys on the penalty, it's just it's just really fun to watch. I don't think I'm going to be able to keep it together. Like, I kept it together the whole last episode, and I just am just falling apart in this one. But we're going to move on again because uh, I still got college football to speak on. Real quick, I'm going to touch in on postseason baseball. Um, Yankees have moved on. Uh, the rest of the rest of the series have seemed to be up in the air. Um, the Yankees didn't have a problem with the Twins; took them out in a sweep, if I do believe. Uh, my Cubbies are home. They lost Joe Madden, also, who decided to step away. Looks like David Ross is probably the candidate for the Cubs job. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sold on that just yet. I mean, I like him as a guy. Uh, I mean, I love him as a player. You know, he came up clutch for us and. 2016, but <clears throat> as far as being a manager, I'm not sure. I haven't seen it, you know, so we'll see what happens and plays out there with the Cubs. You know, Epstein's a smart guy, so I'm sure he'll make something work. Um, did I even cover the NFL yet? I, I've, geez, there's just so much. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into football now for the last part of the <laughs> part of the episode, which I usually run 30 minutes. I'm already at 20. And uh, haven't even touched on football yet, so could run a little over. Maybe not. I'll see what I can do. Um, so the NFL, um, big games that happened this week. Was supposedly the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. The Packers basically just dismantled them most of the game. Uh, Dak had an off game. I mean, he threw for almost 500 yards, which is a career high for him. The real problem I'm seeing, though, is that this offensive line or Zeke or something is not it's just not getting going. I mean the run game is just not there. Uh Kellen Moore is the new offensive coordinator, so I know there's gonna be some hiccups, uh, you know, bumps in the road. 
The run game's not established. We're paying Zeke. I'm not weird, but I'm a fan, whatever. The Cowboys are paying Zeke all that money, and he's not, you know, he's not in the top five in the league right now. So he's going to have to, he's going to have to step it up. Or the Cowboys are blind or something or more. He's going to have to get more creative with how he uses Zeke. You got to get the guy the ball. Just put the ball in his hands. There's, you know, you see it. I know you want to keep him fresh, uh, but, you know, use Pollard the same way. You know, we need guys who can catch the ball in the backfield, which Zeke can absolutely do. They definitely don't do that enough. Our defense seems to be a little overrated. Our linebackers are great, but beyond that, and Robert Quinn, I don't I don't trust our secondary much at all. Uh, and we let Aaron Jones run all over us. So. Other, other news, the Colts took down the Chiefs. Which was a little bit of a surprise, but it's it's not really to me. Um, you know, it's the NFL. These guys are they're all pros. Um, anything can happen week to week. Uh, I mean, most of the time the best team wins, but not always. And I mean, it was just a tough game, tough fought game. The Colts are a tough team. They're not an easy out. They run the ball extremely well, um, and they play some defense. So. I'd say they just uh, figured out Pat Mahomes, but they did a really good job against him. Uh, on the road, that's a huge win for the Colts early on. Brissett stepped up and looked really good. Um, Deshaun Watson had the had the uh, the game of the week, I'd say, for quarterbacks. He uh, threw five touchdowns. And unfortunately, I was playing a guy in fantasy football who had Deshaun Watson, <laughs> and I forgot that he did, and I was looking at it like my guy was like, Man, I actually had a pretty good, pretty good week, and then I looked, and I was like, "Oh no, never mind." Sean Watson put up eighty in fantasy football, and that was basically all he needed to kill me. Um, other quarterbacks around the league that are playing out of their mind: uh, Russell Wilson for Seattle is just playing on a different level. He hit Tyler Lockett on a pass last Thursday. That if you have not seen that yet, one of the best passes I've ever seen live like man I mean rolling to his left throwing a, across your body it was at least a 20 yard pass to the coffin corner there in the end zone like just unreal catch by Lockett as well and throw like I don't you have the guts to even throw that ball but he caught it he's playing out of his mind right now so Seattle's dangerous you know they, they might not be a team who win 13 games or something, but they're a very dangerous team, especially when it comes to playoff time. It's a team that I would not want Dallas to face. They, they beat them last year, but Wilson's playing on a different level this year. Uh, New England stayed perfect with a, with a win over the just lowly Redskins who just fired Gruden. That's long overdue, but, I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, when you can't get a franchise quarterback at all, you're going to keep cycling through coaches. I mean, it just it just happens that way. So, you know, it all falls back on the coach's shoulders. And <laughs> <coughs> Jeez, I'm sorry. And, and it probably should. Um, and the, yeah, the Patriots, they're perfect. And they've looked pretty amazing on defense, which is the scariest thing. You know, like in a couple years, last couple years, it's like, you know, Patriots are the Patriots, but you can score on them. But now it's geez, can you even score on them anymore? So, like, the, all of a sudden their defense is just stellar. But they haven't really played a lot of tough teams. So, they do have a softer schedule. I think they've played, they've played Miami and 
They did beat Buffalo. Buffalo's looked really good recently. Uh, they beat Buffalo, and that was a closer game. So, you know, maybe they're not as dominant as they seem like right now, but we'll find out. We won't find out this week because they're going to play the Giants on Thursday night. So, it's another crushing because the Giants look horrible. Um, yeah, thinking about around the NFL now. Who's the, uh, yeah, the, oh, yeah. The other team that I wanted to touch on um, is where I believe the 49ers are for real because they're 4-0, and I, I don't. I don't think the 49ers are for real. I think they're a good team and they're a playoff team, but what well, may be a playoff team. And that's the thing is that that division right now, where you got the Niners uh, and Russell Wilson playing out of his mind in Seattle, and then you still got the Rams who went to the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> All locked in there. So, you know, something's got to give. I mean, technically they could all three make it, you know, <laughs> if they play well enough. But that's, you know, one one team's going to have to be wild card there. Um, so, I don't think the 49ers are for real either. They haven't played anyone. You know, the Browns are just, the Browns are bad still. They're still bad. I hyped up Baker Mayfield last year. Like, I thought he should have been in the number one pick, and he, and, he, and he was, and thought he was the best quarterback in the draft. And But also did say that Mason Rudolph was really good. I thought he was a good pickup, and he's actually turned out fairly well so far. So, you know, the Browns are the Browns again, even with the talent. You add OBJ, but he just, you know, he doesn't he doesn't produce wins. He's not a, He's not a winner, obviously. He's not. Baker Mayfield, you know, can't get it together right now. Uh, Chubb has been their best player, but they just aren't winning. I mean, they just got blown out by the Niners. So the Niners' defense is much improved. Which they've worked on, and it's came a long way. Much improved. Um, yeah, I think that's probably everyone that I needed to cover in the NFL that's stood out to me lately. Um, yeah. I'm going to move to college football now uh, and just touch on it for just a few minutes. Um, the first thing that I want to touch on, uh, because this is my podcast, I will talk about my teams at length if I'd like. And I want to talk about the Texas Longhorns. I live currently, unfortunately, uh, and hopefully, hopefully not for a long time in West Virginia. I uh, have my whole life, again, unfortunately. So I'm surrounded by West Virginia Mountaineer fans, um, and I'm a Texas Longhorn fan. I have been since Ricky Williams I was a running back at Texas. So a long time before that, I was a Marshall fan uh, when they had Randy Moss and Chad Pennington. So I switched to Texas when I saw Ricky Williams play. I was just fascinated by him. I've always been fascinated with running backs, and yeah, made the switch from there. You know, I wanted a team that played bigger teams and things like that, so I moved up. And for my life, you know, West Virginia fans, me, we really didn't, you know, have a problem until West Virginia moved to the Big Twelve and think that they can uh think that they can play with the big boys. So they had they had a couple of years where they did play with us really well. I mean they had a good quarterback and but now it's, you know, the Neil Brown era era in West Virginia in Morgantown, so it's going to be a little different, and there are going to be some growing pains. And they like to mock Texas with the horns down thing, which is probably the dumbest thing I've seen in a long time, but, 
you know, I'm from West Virginia, so there's not a lot of, a lot of geniuses running around. That's all they can cling to is their horns, horns down thing. Well, Texas rocked them in their house the other day. Um, and horns are back up again. And I'd say they'll probably be that way for a long time. Um, because West Virginia can't, in the long run, they can't recruit, you know, with the teams that play in the Big 12. I don't think they can. I really don't. I mean, I think they should have stayed smaller, and they didn't, and they want to grow. And, you know, you're going to have some years. They had some years with, with Pat White and Geno Smith and things like that where things were clicking and they were getting consistent players and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, can they do it moving forward? Maybe. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know they play tough, but that's what they do. Um, so West Virginia fell, and I'm really happy about that. Because I hate them. Um, so hopefully they continue to lose. The big game this weekend for my Texas Longhorns and in the country, the big game is is the Texas-Oklahoma, <coughs> the Red River. So, gosh, I hate this game. I hate it so much because it's just, it's just anxiety. You know, it's an early, it's a noon game. I always have to work on Saturdays, which sucks. I never really get to watch the game unless I'm like just sneaking and watching it at work, which I will. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Jalen Hurts right now is playing out of his skull and he's not at all scared of Texas from the way that he's talking. He says he's been in big games before, which he has, and he's not worried about the Red River rivalry. But again, you know, it's a different, it's a different game when these guys play, you know, even when Texas is really bad or, well, hell, Oklahoma's never really bad. Not as long as I've been a fan, Oklahoma's been good. So even when we've been bad, you know, we've still put up a fight against them, other than I believe one year where they really spanked us. But that's the game of the week, uh, and it's it's scary. scary for me. I, I won't. I'm not going to predict Texas to win that game. Uh, I think Oklahoma has way too much, way too many weapons. Texas is, can be a dangerous team and they can score, but their Oklahoma scores at will sometimes, you know. Uh, I don't know if Texas can do that. We have a banged up secondary. I mean, I ain't going to make excuses. Oklahoma's just a more talented team right now. Um, but either way, I look forward to it. You know, we, we were in a shootout with LSU. And we nearly came out on top on that one. So LSU is a very, very good team. So we'll see what we're what Texas is made of this week. Uh, I didn't really look at the other big games. I don't know if there really is any big games this week in college football. Um, basically, at the top, it's still just Alabama. Clemson slipped a little bit. Um, Florida got a big win last week over Auburn. And, oh, yeah, Florida and Georgia this week. That is actually where college game day will be. Um, so that one, and then Texas, Oklahoma. Those are the games to look out for this weekend. And I will be watching as much of that as I can. Like I said, I do work Saturdays, but I do catch all the primetime games when I come home. And I try to usually make Saturdays a short day. So that's it for me. And I just barely broke the 30 minute mark at 31. It's kind of long. I don't usually always run 30 minutes, but uh definitely wanted to do do my monthly spiel because I had way too much stuff going on. And if I do if I wait too long, I get way too far behind. 
So I'm sorry for uh, coughing and hacking in everyone's ears. Hopefully you weren't listening too loud. Uh, but that's it. That's it for the show. Um, I will catch you guys again next month. And we'll recap and we will look forward to hopefully some uh, some more interesting things going on in sports. Maybe some more news on whether the NCAA and and other states would like to follow suit with what California is doing. But that's it for me. Like always, for Matt and Mike, this is Matt signing off.